You're listening to the Resum Island Survivals, an audio project of the Imperma Research Institute at Lunda Uni. Generous funding was provided by the Laria T. Mushta Foundation and the Europe Endowment for Perma Renewal, proud sponsors of the Perma Listener Outreach Project, PLOP. We hope you enjoy this episode of the Resum Island Survivals. Good evening, Perma. I hope you are warm. Dr. Huerto and I had a very interesting narrative to share with you from the survivals tonight. But just this morning, we received some, well, some very special news. Dr. Huerto, why don't you tell everyone? Uh, certainly. We got word from Oversee that a very special guest would join us on air tonight, occupant Luraya Mushta. As you know, Occupant Mushta is not only one of our most loved occupants of Oversea Prefa, but she's also chair of the Laria T. Mushta Foundation, whose Permachar grant made this program possible. The foundation is, of course, named in honor of her big Anana, Perma's first overseal. Welcome, Occupant Laria. May Perma forever stay. So forever will it stay. Thank you so, so much for fitting me in. It just occurred to me, entirely out of the blue, when I was listening to your first broadcast the other night in Oversea House, that I would just love to join you here, to be on the show. The thing is, once I get a hankering for something, it gnaws at me until I do something about it. You know what that's like. Yeah. Mm. Well, I just couldn't get it out of my head. I was going on and on about it all day long until my second, you know what he's like, just made a call and, well, here I am. Hello, Sola. Aren't you proud of me? Well, uh, it was so nice to have you with us, Occupant Mushta. Oh, wait, wait. I have a letter. I almost forgot. Um, at least I thought I had it. Did I forget it? Oh, no. Yes, here it is. Can I read it? It was sent to oversee for proofing and distribution, but when I saw it was for Dr. Lowswell, I thought I'd just take it with me. And, you know, I felt that it was really appropriate that I read it for everyone to hear, a duty I'm most happy to fulfill. Is that okay? Yes, of course. Please do. Wonderful. Thank you. Now, what is the little darling's name? Oh, yes, that's it. Juna Dries. She lives quite far from here, a settlement called Oesto. But I can't say that I know that place. Sounds positively ghastly. The Oversea Mapper tells me that it sits on the mouth of Usesa, or something like that. She wanted to show me, but I just find maps to be so awfully complicated. Just go out and find it. I think certain types like the little thrill to the ego that knowing a map gives them. But I shouldn't express such opinions, should I? Oversea House has no inclinations, as the old decree goes. <clears throat> Dear Dr. Swell, uh, maybe I should read it in my own voice. Dear Dr. Swell, yes, I think that sounds much better. Don't you agree, Dr. Huerto? Uh, yes, I, I agree with you um, wholeheartedly. Wonderful. Then I shall continue. Dear Dr. Swell, me and Nanana like to listen to your show. Nanana's third helped to make the Listener Center, and it's very close to our house. I love it there. It's so warm and they have hot water for us. 
Last time I was there, they gave me yusas to eat, but only the little kids got them. Yusas are my favorite. Nanana says I should say thank you to you and to the whale tubbies for them. Thank you, Dr. Swell. Thank you, whale tubbies. Inside the listener place, we sit in the nice seats and listen to you tell us about the old times. I like it. I don't know where you are, but I know you are not in the listening place. Next time, we will bring our dog, Tars. I think he will like it. I have a question. Is it true that the people in Old Perma got so hungry that they ate each other all up and that's why they went away? May Perma forever be Juna Dries. There, that's it. What do you think? Of what? Oh, oh, of, of your reading. Perfect. Very moving, actually. You know, Juno, you may be too young to understand just how delicate and icy clear your letter really is. You know why? Because you are doing what no other generation in the history of Perma has ever done with such pure innocence asked a question about what happened before. Before any of this. Before us, Perma. I'd like to just take a moment to appreciate this one child's question. This is the first drop dripping down the icicles that smother the roof of Perma. The melt is near. The sun is rising. A new season is coming, and I believe this show can help make sure it arrives. Right. Now, I suppose I should answer your question, Juno. Perhaps Dr. Huerto can shed some light on it. I can certainly try. Uh, the simple answer is that we have no way of knowing what happened to the people of Old Perma. We always think of them as like ourselves, but a different picture has emerged out of the things we've discovered on Empty Slaw. It was different. Uh, very different. Uh, but as to how it was different, I can't say. I would, however, hazard the guess that the old folktale that they ate themselves up, which Juna is referring to, is not likely very true. Oh, I can't help but notice that it's a lot like that weird little lesson we all learn at habit-forming when we're little. The one where the clouds will suck up the Permian who eats too much. Clearly, that's where she got the idea of it in her head. I think Juna will appreciate hearing the full story. We keep all the original tellings of these special stories in a dedicated library at Oversea House. And I must admit, I just adore children's stories. Me too. And I know this one very well. We really ought to get to the reading from the survivals, uh, don't you think? The survivals have waited over a thousand years to be read. I think they can wait a few minutes more. <laughs> I'm thinking of the story of the fat fool Anolo, who, we're told won much fame for the feasts he organized. He went from village to village across all four ices, and in each he would organize a huge feast. A whole whale would be butchered. Seal, tufts of the finest seagrass from the south, as much berry ferment as anyone could want. It was more than anyone had ever laid eyes on. So much decadence all at once. Well, he was welcomed with open arms wherever he went. The tale warns us that his generosity was not true. He hoped to win support in a bid to be ruler of all Perma, which at that point in time did not exist. At each feast, he would be sure to eat more than anyone else. It was, in those days, a sign that he was well acquainted with such bounty. If people saw that he was used to such decadence, then they can be sure that he would secure it for Perma as a ruler, or so he thought. 
After some time, Anolo had visited every village in Perma. His name became well known. Everywhere people talked about him like a loving Panana who would take care of Perma, just as he had hoped. Well, things did not end well for old Anolo. One night, as his long caravan set up camp for the night, on the route from the top of Ice 4 down to Lindangla, he and his staff were all fast asleep when a terrible moaning slowly came upon them, shaking them in their beds. At first, Anolo thought it was his belly. He was always hungry. But when he saw that all his assistants were running off in all directions, he knew it was something else. The moaning noise grew louder and louder, until he realized it was coming from right above him. He went outside and looked up. It was in the clouds. As he looked up, a giant grin was looking back down at him from within the clouds. A mouth! It opened, showing Anolo an endless array of jagged, crisscrossing teeth. It started to spin round and round, until all Anolo could make out was a spinning blur. Then a furious wind picked up all around him. All his possessions, one by one, began to tremble, until they lifted right off the ground and flew into the giant. The sucking wind became so strong that Anolo started feeling it pulling on him, heavy and lumberous as he was, until he flew right into the wild, sucking inside of the cloud. Dr. Swell, that was fantastic. And thank you, Dr. Huerto. I thoroughly enjoyed this. It's such a wonderful opportunity. Everyone in Perma should really have a go at it. Well, I'm sorry to love you and leave you, but the duties of Oversea Call, so much to prove. Of course. Uh, Dr. Huerto and I are deeply indebted to your support of this vital project, and we are ever in gratitude to your occupancy of Oversea House. May Perma forever be. Yes, and may Perma forever stay. And a warm night to you, Perma. Thank you for listening. This was episode four of Cycle Two, Put Me In Coach. David Walker played Dr. Lo Swell. John Barthelm played Dr. Nuya Huerto. And Joanne Brokaw played Loria Mushta. To learn more about the Resum Island Survivals, visit resum.chickadeeandcrow.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs>